0: Hello and welcome everyone to the homeschool teacher lounge. At long last, we had a, a Christmas break and then we came back, and then just, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. Uh, we moved so we could see new background. I guess we did have a teacher's lounge here at our new location in Idaho, but after that then pam was sick and pam's still sick so today i'm joined by abby wall hello abby you want to introduce yourself and tell them a little bit about you
1: sure uh, i'm abby wall and um i know misty because we were first internet friends and now we podcast together at Scholé sisters i am a mother of five Um, My claim to fame is that I had five kids in five and a half years because we threw a set of twins at the end. Um, And yes, it was as chaotic as you might imagine. So uh, I homeschool my kids. Actually, my oldest is about to graduate, and he's doing the um, college high school hybrid program um, through our local community college. So he is um, doing well, but struggling with some of the... um, commentary that he's having to deal with in a public institution he thought he was taking a historical poetry class but he was not he was (laughs) learning that he um yeah he has wrong opinions about everything so um he loves poetry he may not after this term we'll see um and i have one daughter and uh four sons and we run sheep which means we raise um livestock and right now we are in the midst of winter lambing so we don't have much to do with the day-to-day um it's mostly my in-laws and but on the weekends we are there to help so yesterday we were out in the beautiful sunshine um watching baby lambs and moms and feeding and making sure everybody was okay so that was a it was a good day so nice that's me
0: yeah my oldest son graduated from the community college dual enrollment program and now my second son is in it and he he signed himself up for a literature class <laughs> which the professor's a good professor but still uh, it's not literature <laughs> so yeah he's feeling some of that too he's like we're supposed to identify a plot but it's just two people talking and one one's a white person, and the other is Asian, and the conflict is just supposed to be because of that fact, like because there, oh. that is the conflict. There's not even really anyway. It's is experiencing the a little bit of the world. <laughs> yeah. So yes. in our. For our younger kids, where, you know, I'm the one picking the books and doing the teaching, we are doing ancient literature. And we just finished the Odyssey and moved into the Aeneid. So
1: Ooh.
0: we're reading good My- stuff
1: my daughter is just finishing the odyssey well she finished um listening to emily wilson's translation um Mm -hmm. i let her listen to it because she's taking an online class from um, angelina stanford and so that was one of the books and so she's listening to the lectures as well and it's been a really great she actually said actually it was a really great lecture and usually she says it's really long and she talks too much (laughs) so (laughs) But, but my daughter is not a lover of literature or fairy tales, which is why I had her take this class is because if anyone can make you appreciate um, literature and fairy tales and mythology, it is Angelina Stanford. And it has proven to be worth our time and um, persevering through it. So because she is a hands-on, I would rather know how to do things. I mean, this weekend she and her dad put in her clutch in her pickup i mean she is she wants to herd sheep for the rest of her life she does not want to read books she likes to listen to audiobooks but she does not this is not her you know my dreams of having children who loved literature they do but it's not something that they're like devouring at all uh days of the week so it, it does happen <laughs>
0: and you just had a bunch of puppies born too right i think that's your yes, nice project. yes
1: yeah so she's gonna be selling those but they are super cute right now because they're in the fat fluffy stage just before you get rid of them um <laughs> they all escaped this morning though out of our dog kennel they had found a an exit route so we had to get them all back in and plug up the holes so it was uh <laughs> it was a fun time it was a fun time so yes puppies are fun and it's even better when you can sell them and make a tiny little profit, and then you don't have to deal with training puppies. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so our topic this week is homeschooling while moving.
1: <laughs> Which
0: I have not moved,
1: so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's all you. Yeah, we thought about changing the topic. Pam moved to a new house, at least, what, like four or five years ago now, yep. they they didn't change towns, just houses. And we just recently moved and changed towns. So it was a bit of a bigger, I mean, it's still not super long distance. It, it's two and a half hour drive. And we've been back several times to go get more loads. We thought, oh, you know, it'll probably fit just in the giant U-Haul. We already took up several loads fitting in the storage unit. And I mean... The garage is like Mary Poppins' bag.
1: <laughs> you just keep pulling stuff out and it's always full. <laughs> and you're probably asking yourself, why did I pack this on some of the things? <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, you know, when we were just barely getting, you know, just like, okay, this is going to happen. We're planning for it. I thought, oh, so, you know, I'll take some notes and take some pictures while we do it and write some blog posts about moving and whatever. And like, when you're in the middle of it, was like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to tell anyone how to move <laughs> or have any helpful advice other than mm, if you do it quickly and you have your children helping you, just grin and keep moving <laughs> and be glad for the help and that it's happening fast because... Um, I real every other time we we've moved a few times. We'd been in our last house for twelve years. We moved a couple times before that, just in town. And those other times, uh, the kids were all little. Either we had no kids, or they were all little. And um, and because we had fewer or no kids, and they were all little, we had a lot less stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> And so I packed everything and moved it. It didn't seem like that big of a deal. So for some reason, I just thought it would be like that again. But I mean, we'd been in this house for 12 years, our entire 30s, two kids added to the family, several kids, well, one, you know, became an adult in this house. So there was just lots to deal with. A lot of homeschool shelves that were emptied I um, did recognize, oh, I remember that good intention. <laughs> oh, I remember collecting that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did think at one point that would be a great idea. And I was like, nope, just got it. A lot of it went in the garbage because some of it was uh, hand-me-downs from people I knew who were finishing homeschooling when I was starting. So... My oldest was let's see, he's 18 now, and we lived there for 12 years. So he was just getting to be school age when we moved into this house. So basically, I collected most of my homeschooling material in this house and haven't really purged much of it. So um, that was that was a project, and we moved, but it was uh, more of a fast and furious operation than a uh, organized uh, process. (laughs) But it's done. But it's done.
1: And you're, you're, you survived. Yes. So
0: So one thing I did, because we were moved, we'd already taken off our Christmas break. And so we did take a week off when we moved. But, um, at first when I was planning the move, I thought that maybe we would just take a couple days and not a full week. And I didn't want to lose our current school stuff in the in the move. You know, I didn't want it just to go randomly into the U-Haul. Yeah. <laughs> so we were taking, um, well, my husband drove a big U-Haul. I drove our van and my son drove a different vehicle. And so the my son's vehicle were all the things that we needed, like, immediately. So we all put a suitcase with a few days worth of clothes in it. Our bedding um, and our our current school bins. So everyone's school bins just went straight into that car, so that at least we did. We we were able to just pull out the books that we need right now without any extra sorting or finding, or they didn't get tossed into the garage.
1: <laughs> Good. No, that sounds like actually a very <laughs> that was hard. Smart choice, and then it's all contained in one area too, that can just be available to you. So that's great. Yep. And I'm assuming it was in a smallest or the smaller vehicle, so it's just the one you can access and get in. Visible. Yeah, <laughs> and nothing else extra in it. Like, no, this is just for these things. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. You have a you have a hot tip for uh, moving. There <laughs>
0: Well, and you know, Abby is our habits expert. And so she knows that when you move locations, Mm -hmm. your habits
1: don't move with you. No, it's like starting from ground zero. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, January seems like a great time to start new habits. Um, but then you hit February and you realize that um, it's actually really hard <laughs> <to do laughs> because it's February. Um, if you haven't discovered this in homeschooling, uh, February's tough. So um, go easy <laughs> on that. But yeah, I think um, habits definitely, it's uh, establishing, you know, establishing that morning, how you begin your day and how you end your day are kind of the keystone areas um i've i've been off on my habits too um just from we had a long run of sickness mm-hmm. um, in my household, so people got really sick, and my husband was really sick for a couple of weeks, and it just threw everything out the window. So sleeping routines, which means wake up routines and all these things, but I finally feel like I'm back to it, and um, I had a good morning routine, but it is Monday, so Mondays are always a good time to, <laughs> to begin again fresh, and it's so great that we have so many Mondays in a year, like 52 of them to get it right, so, you know.
0: <laughs> Mondays are like the the little January. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wednesday's Uh, February. Yeah, That's right. That's right. So, you know, start strong and, and uh, don't try to overdo it because it's better to be small and consistent than big and inconsistent. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. So, okay. Are we talking about also what we're doing in our homeschools right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, the last couple weeks I had kind of a, uh, you know, when you get your, your good ideas every once in a while, they happen uh, in homeschooling. And then um, you just casually share it with somebody and they're like, actually, that is a good idea. I was like, okay. So it's confirmed now. Um, but there have been books in my life that we have just abandoned. Um, since I have some kids that have some real reading struggles with dyslexia, I read, I was reading for years, almost all the lessons, and I still read a lot out loud um, for my kids and things like that. They've really progressed and made a lot of improvements, and so um, practicing reading every day is something that we do. But years ago, I abandoned this book, which is the <laughs> gorgeous Animal Book, which I know I'm not alone in abandoning this book. But since I had to read it aloud to my children, And this one is the more wordy one. I've heard better things about the seashore and flowers and birds, but this is not everyone's favorite. But I didn't know that until I shared this. What I've been having my kids do is I have three boys who are going to be who are reading this. And um, they are taking turns reading a couple paragraphs or a couple pages. And then as the other one is reading, the other two are doing their sketches. I ended up buying the little colorful book plates. Um, and Riverbend Press has them and they're very reasonable because we didn't, I don't have the nice color version. And so this way we can find the animal and they can sketch it. And this is part of our nature lore slash nature study. And it is working like a dream. Everybody's practicing. Everyone's enjoying it. And I don't have to read it. (laughs) I'm, I'm there. I'm watching them, I'm listening to it, sort of, but I am just there as to make sure that they're doing it. Um, but it's going really well and their reading is getting so much more fluent and it's just becoming, and then they're kind of narrating and discussing it. So it is, um, it's a bit, It's a really great thing when you can combine kids and you can pick up abandoned books <laughs> that you know are good for your kids to read. And it's just maybe you <laughs> aren't well as in-
0: Plus you're getting extra bonus out of the lessons because having kids read stuff aloud is mm-hmm. excellent practice for them. I know when um when we were doing speech class or a speech club a couple of years ago. Um not so much for the people in our club, but I would go judge tournaments. And there were several yeah. times that was like I think what you, the, the speech practice you really need is just practice reading, you know, kind of speaking out loud multiple sentences in a row smoothly and, you know, tracking with your eyes and having that connect to your mouth. It, that's a skill in itself that, you know, any kind of reading out, kids reading out loud, I think is an easy thing to neglect or forget about doing, but it's really important
1: yeah and especially when you know we have prioritized i think silent reading for so Mm -hmm. long right like well they're reading so that's good but um it is a really important skill and for dyslexics it is even more important um because when you actually have to speak the words out loud and you're hearing them there is a self-correction and Mm -hmm. uh it's it's one of the things that all the reading specialists this is what they say spend time doing this so this is a way we get one of our lessons done i can listen to them read aloud i can help them on words that they struggle with we can correct that when we need to because that is also part of it and um Mm -hmm. so it's been it's been really good for us to do this so um and it's all together at once and it doesn't take us that long it's a short lesson and people are and my kids love to draw while they listen so it's it's working all the things and um they're really it's going well. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's fun.
1: Yeah. And the other one that we're doing right now, which I highly recommend is this book. It is called, we're doing this in morning time, uprooting anger mm. by Robert D Jones. And it is biblical. It is scripture based and it is really good unsurprisingly, some of my people are irritated that we have to read this. They're like, we don't have any with anger. And I was like, actually, if you're a human, you have a problem with anger. And this book will tell us how. And it shows biblical examples of Old and New Testaments and, and how we need to uproot anger from our lives. So it's been really great having morning time, starting with uh, Bible reading and then uprooting anger. <laughs> but Nice. Because there's a lot of things to be angry about if, yes. if we allow them to eat. So,
0: yes, it's been a really great book for us, too. It's good. I'll have to look um, at that one that... Yeah. It is. It's a universal need.
1: <laughs> it is. And I need to work on it, too. So that's what I told him. I said, well, this is really just for me. And since I love morning time, this is my choice. You can take it or leave it. But we are reading it and I'm reading it aloud. And this is what we're doing. So um, I didn't make it about them. But the, I see some pointed looks from one one child to another, like, oh, look at you. <laughs> and it, it whenever you read something about a specific sin, I just find that you're it, it's confirmed really quickly that you have the problem because you're like, I have this problem. And then something happens and someone gets mad at someone else. And then it's like, so we're going to keep reading this. <laughs> because obviously we all need to work on this so it's been it's been good i mean it's tough it is whenever you confront uh whenever you confront sin there is always going to be the flesh and the spirit warring against each other so yeah one of the things
0: that we changed up when we started back up here in new location, new habits. I was making the kids checklist and realized that we all are doing the Bible reading challenge. And, and I wasn't quite sure always that when things get checked off, they really happened. And I haven't been as consistent as I was like, would like with doing the Bible reading challenge. So we've been doing that in morning time and just, um, the Canon Press app has it on audio, so yeah. we just—I just hit play, and that's the very first thing we do during morning time. Is we all just sit, and I turn it on, and some of the kids follow along, and one of them braids her doll's hair, and another <laughs> sometimes is working on friendship bracelets, but we're listening all together, and it—it it then happens all together. So that's okay. been one uh, little change up of the routine that's been working really well for us.
1: That's great. Yep. I've been listening to it in the app as well and it's that part is free too. Anyone can listen to it. So. Yep. Yeah, it's really All great. Right.
0: Well, our exciting news this week is that Scoly Sisters is back on It's coming back in your ears. This Friday, our next season begins and opens up with episode 100. So that's exciting. It only took us four and a half years to get to 100 episodes, but that's because we are high
1: quality. quality,
0: That's right, quality, not quantity, with Scholae Sisters. So uh, be watching in your podcast app for episode 100. Oh coming out this Friday, and it's a conversation with myself and Brandy and Abby and Pam also about the top books mentioned in the last 99 episodes. So it was a very fun episode to record, and I think it'll be a fun conversation to listen to. And as a reminder, Homeschool Teacher Lounge here, it is on YouTube, but it is also on the podcast apps. Whatever app you use, you can also just subscribe and listen whenever those come out. And usually they come out just a couple hours after we are live here. So if you like podcasts, we've got a lot of options for you. And we hope to be back next week with Pam again. So thanks Abby for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Bye everyone.